Timehucker. Timehucker went into trance using his special machine. His assistant, Gerald, who he'd seen as a big hairy boy a moment before, now appeared as a tiny ball of light. Timehucker's own body now looked luminescent, his arms glassy. He stood looking down as though from a high bridge. He took hold of the Gerald light, held him in his hand as though weighing him, and looked down into the time streams. Gerald would take the stream seriously once he was far enough in. Oh yes. The trick was throwing him at just the right moment. Each stream was a different color, flowed straight in its own direction from horizon to horizon. They looked like a hundred thousand curving translucent rivers all stacked on top of each other. Their distinct colors, green, blue, orange, yellow, mixed with each other in ways that he still found amazing, though he wouldn't admit it to Gerald. Far, far below lay Gerald's destination, the Earth timeline. Timehucker watched, waited, wait for it, wait. He imagined himself saying to Gerald, who was both his apprentice and nephew, It is tricky to toss someone from one flow of time into another, Gerald. When I first started training, my teacher had me throw stones. From where I was, I threw a stone down into the faster time streams. It's a bit like throwing a ball from a bridge, you see, and trying to get it to land on a particular square inch of grass. Tricky. Well, it's actually more like that example, except gravity acts on the ball more and more the closer it gets to the ground, because, you see, Gerald, time gets denser in the lower dimensions. Not like here. Savvy words. But then Gerald wouldn't listen to such things, because Gerald was more interested in the pretty colors that the rivers of time made when they combined with each other. He liked to swim among them, diving and surfacing, seeing how the colors changed, depending on where he was among the layers. Why, if Timehucker would let him, Gerald would change the time streams just for aesthetic effect. If, however, Gerald were a good student, listening attentively, Timehucker would have said, When I threw them, the stones would appear somewhere in the timeline, very suddenly, and moving very fast. Earth people would think them meteorites which they were, but from another time. Then Gerald would laugh at Timehucker's wit. Timehucker would smile and pat Gerald's head affectionately and say, but the problem you see is that people are much more unpredictable than stones. They can adjust their fall like someone with a parachute pulling at the corners to change direction. They can move left and right, even slow themselves down a little bit. His hands tightened on the Gerald ball. But they still had to move very, very fast, Gerald, like you will now. For Gerald was not an attentive student. No, Gerald had to be taught a lesson. Ah, wait for it. Wait, hold. With all his strength, Timehawker hurled Gerald down into the time streams. <laughs>